Welcome to Pod Cusack, the only podcast dedicated to and explicitly for Hollywood's most medium actor, Chicago's chosen son, that sweet ivory baby, John Cusack. Woo! With me today for the first time, first time on the pod, wow. longtime friend. I would say huge fan of the show. Long time listener, first time, first time caller. <laughs> first time caller. He is, you may know him from being uh, one of my best high school friends. You may know <laughs> best him. Best friend category high school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you may know him from being the efficient future of my wedding. You may know him from being. Uh, one of the two members of the hilarious sketch comedy team, New Team Honey Bear, and you may know him as being co-founder and lead facilitator of Riff Consulting. Wow. Jeff Mondura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. Long-time listener, first-time caller. It's an honor to be here. Oh, well, thank you. It's an honor to have you. Now, I did not plug your uh, wife's TikTok, which you told me. We share it. Yeah, but it is her name. It's her name, but we, well, no, no. And it's her name. It's primarily her content. Um, but I, I'm helping out every once in a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As I was telling, I was saying we're older millennials. So we have one TikTok that we yeah. split. Well, who could afford two TikToks, two TikToks. In, in this economy? <clears throat> no, no. We're yeah, trying to save just, for a house. Yeah. You got to save for a house. So we are, we're all paring down a little bit, especially after this COVID year. <sighs> um, <sighs> Which is why I, I also only have the one TikTok for me. Smart. That's Smart. just like what? mostly cat content. The people need it. The people need it. Yeah, I'll throw in a little clip of the Muffin Titty song right now. <laughs> Muffin Titty. Muff, muff, and titty, titty. Muff, and titty. Muff, muff, and titty, titty. Muff. So as you can see, uh, we're both making some really uh, hot, hot content on Twitter. Here's a a little taste of (laughs) Jeff's content on TikTok. I meant TikTok. Miss me with those office chairs, the dining ones too. Don't talk to me about standing because it's just not what I do. When I want to work or eat or sleep or just relax, there's really only one seat that can take it to the max. I'm a couch fish. I'm a couch bitch. If you're a couch bitch too, well then you know just what to do. Breakfast on the couch, dinner on the couch, I have my tea and bread. I would sleep there too if you didn't drag my ass to bed. I'm a couch. All right, but all of that is neither here nor there. Because, of course, we are here to talk about the man. The myth. The myth. No, he's, he's real. He's real. He's real. Well, in this movie, is he? Well, well, that's something we can get to, but of we'll course, it's the man John Cusack. Now, Jeff, are you a fan? Are you a movie buff? Would you say you've seen some movies? Are you a fan I, of John Cusack? So I okay to answer those questions in order. I'm not a movie buff. I'm a I'm more of a television buff. Yeah. Um. I um. I've seen some John Cusack movies. I do often mistake him for Ron Livingston. Oh, I will wow. say that yeah. is a, a mistake. I, I will often say to Sarah, look, that's John Cusack. And she'll say, no, it's not. Right. And we'll kind of, and then every once in a while, Matthew Broderick as well. Mm-hmm. I'll say like one, two, three um, <clears throat> in order. Um, but I, I, I have seen some of his movies and I do, I do enjoy some of his movies. What are your favorites? That's a great question. I would say, <laughs> were you lying? I would say, <laughs> thanks so much. Thanks. So, I'm so glad you asked me that question, Matt. You know, that really is going to give me a chance to talk about one of my favorite actors, who obviously is John Cusack. Um, Stop I, stalling. Just admit, <laughs> loved you've never him seen a movie of, before. I loved him in Band of Brothers. I thought he was great in Band that of Brothers. That is Ron Livingston. <laughs> I thought he was good in The Producers. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. You were right when you just, you have no idea who this man is. I saw Adaptation a few months ago in the middle of quarantine, and I did find it thought-provoking, and I enjoyed that it. That is Nicolas Cage. No, no, but he's in it too. I guess he has won a walk across the screen cameo, but he has no lines. John Cusack has won no lines? Are you thinking of being John Malkovich? Because that's, that's... That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so same... <laughs> 
<laughs> same uh, same director writer combo. Yes, and actually, in the movie adaptation. Uh, there's a scene that takes place. It's like this meta scene that takes place on the set of being John Malkovich. And so John That's Cusack right. is playing himself walking across the set of being John Malkovich anyway. So that's that, what I love about Cusack. You get layers. Get and layers. That's Cusack. Yeah, that's Cusack. Cusack brings that <laughs> to every performance, especially this one. Today, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the 2017 movie Singularity, which Jeff chose. Now, Jeff, what drew you, <laughs> what made you choose this movie when I sent you the spreadsheet of available picks? Because there was some, some, a lot of really choice ones on there and i was actually surprised when you picked this one was it just because it was streaming somewhere? i will say no i mean most of these movies are streaming i had to pay 2.99 for it i will say this is not free streaming oh for me. my god jeff yeah, it is streaming so, free on tubi you gotta what's the time for tubi i don't know i just don't have t- i i don't have the time to get tubi on on um on my roku Ugh. my grandpa would have no idea what that sentence meant <laughs> The, um, the, what made me choose this movie? Well, it's interesting. What made me choose this movie, Matt? Thanks for asking this question. <laughs> what made me choose this movie is I wanted to watch Being Jung Malkovich, but it was taken and I wanted to do adaptation, but it was also taken. Um, and so I didn't want something too old because I didn't want to deal with like worse special effects. And I didn't want, I, I I was like, okay, this is generally a category of something that I can watch um, when I um, found out what this movie was about. And um, and it got like just a bad enough score on Rotten Tomatoes for me to think like, oh, this will be interesting and like mm-hmm. a fun watch. Um, so that that was where I was, what I was thinking about before. I, I um, those, yeah, some criteria there. Yeah, that all makes sense to me. And boy, were you su- <clears throat> in for a surprise when it came to special effects and <laughs> for special effects <laughs> and just general quality. I'd um, rather I'd have fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. Let's go to the stats. It's interesting that you mentioned the the Rotten Tomato score. We do we do a bunch of stats uh, oh. when we talk about every movie. Number one, of course, is the Cusack number. That's how many Cusacks are in the film. Of course, there's many Cusacks in Hollywood. Joan yep. Cusack, John Joan Cusack, Cusack. Uh, and you know Remy. many. You say Remy? Remy Cusack. <laughs> Remy Cusack. Stilton. Stilton Cusack. Uh, a bunch of them. Uh, but the Cusack number of singularity, thank God, is only one. Only one Cusack was subjected to this movie. You mentioned the <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes score. So it's interesting. The Rotten Tomatoes, the score you see on Rotten Tomatoes is the 44% audience score and Rotten Tomatoes mm. they always have the critic score and the audience score there is no critic score because there are no official critic reviews of this movie that checks it, out on the internet that uh, checks out yeah the uh, according to box office mojo the gross uh, the US gross of singularity is $4,142 what that's probably lower than the medium monthly apartment of new york city hey rain uh um wow what what uh what was the budget the budget was a hundred thousand dollars which is actually a lot lower than i would have figured i i also saw that number because i also really (laughs) looked into this um after watching it and was shocked by that number because Everyone's making a hundred people make a thousand dollars to make this movie. You would think that John Cusack alone would would you know request many thousands of dollars to be in this movie. I thought for sure. And also, here's the thing: that yeah. is, uh, who knows how accurate that yeah. is? Because yeah. okay, so in doing some of my research, the the you know the writer, director, producer, editor <clears throat> of this yeah. movie is a Swiss uh, boy. I'm just gonna say he's a boy <laughs> that's fair uh robert kuba uh, so it, it was he, he, it, the movie was released in 2017 and all right i'm stepping on the uh the, the trivia at the end a little bit but basically okay. he shot this movie when he was 21 years old <sighs> so i assume he's just the son of some rich swiss guy and his father was just like here's a bunch of money go make a movie so i'm sure yeah. that the official budget number is not 
right, right. be accurate. I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of weird Swiss former Nazi money just like flying around. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. And uh and basically so he he's a child when he's making this movie. He's 21 and then it wasn't released until he was 25. So it was released many years later and actually when they shot the movie John Cusack was not in the movie at all. Everything Is that with, real? That's real. So, Every, um, everything wow. with John Cusack they like shot years later and then just I edited it. it into the movie. I fucking said I was like John Cusack did this in a morning from 8 a.m. to 9.30, and it's just reactions. And, and I started watching because I was like, he's not interacting with anyone else. Yeah, only and that, that one character. I can't even... Yeah. yeah. So, it, uh, here's the trivia that is, Singularity began as a low-budget science fiction film named Aurora, which was shot oh, yeah. in 2013 in the Czech Republic and Switzerland. John Cusack was not involved in the original shoot. <laughs> Years later, scenes with Cusack were shot and inserted into the new production, and extensive CGI effects were used to tie the new material to the original film. So that's what I assume they mean that, like, when you see him on monitors and stuff in, like, Times Square or whatever, that's, like, that's they added it later. <laughs> Fine. It- was all oh my gosh what a journey i wonder if he like was there other footage there that he replaced or was because without him not that he adds all that much let's be honest but without him it's like what was that other guy with the weird face and the milky eye like what was his what was his point of in the movie have been without the cusack stuff well, I wonder if like it was just the Milky Eye guy first, right? And then they were like, "Hey, John Cusack," weirdly was coaxed into it. I have no like. How do you read, watch some of the stuff that's always already shot, read the script, and be like, "Yeah, this I'm gonna put the Cusack stamp of approval on." I think he just this was a, a strictly pay the rent role. It must have been. All I'm right. I'm sure he was just like, "It's one day's work. We'll give you twenty thousand dollars." I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. It's not worth it. I mean, it depends on what my bills were. If I was, uh, if I was, if I could was making rent, I'd be like, eh, it's not worth it. <laughs> but if I had to, like, you know, pay the mortgage on my boat, do, mo- do boats have mortgages? Yeah, if you live on it, the houseboats do. All right. Well, then I might think about it. Uh-huh. It's probably easy day. I mean, he didn't really do much. All right, let's get into the let's yeah, get yeah. into the let's plot. Let's start. Let's uh, start. Okay, so just briefly, the IMDb synopsis is: In 2020, a supercomputer deems mankind a threat and launches an all-out attack. Nearly a century later, two teenagers struggle to survive in the rubble of a ruined world, hoping to reach a sanctuary where humans live without fear of robots. So, just based on that synopsis and the first you know few minutes of this film i was like certain that this was like some crappy adaptation of like a ya novel right because it's like coming out right you know it's coming out during that whole hunger games twilight divergent you absolutely see it uh but it's not it's an original idea from 21 year old robert (laughs) robert kumba kuba k-o-u-b-a robert (laughs) kuba yeah um so it's not this is an original idea but it's clearly in that milieu yeah um i i also have a like an issue i you know i thought some of the names were uh i how you say on the nose um chris starting with chronos which a quick quick google um which is he's the king of titans Mm -hmm. um viewed as destructive all devouring force and that is the name of the ai the evil ai that kills every everyone which is fitting but in my opinion a little slightly on the nose yeah so that's my one critique (laughs) that's the only one (laughs) that's my only issue is that i think more subtlety (laughs) more subtlety in the name um yeah so the opening sort of prologue is um you know there's a lot of uh titles on the screen giving the history of like this is what the deal was with like robots and and the how robots began infiltrating human life as servants and right security and this evil corporation who then is like now making robots of war i i have a question for you did did those 
title cards go by a little fast for you. Yes. Were they hard to read because they were too quick? Yeah, me too. A little bit, yeah. I would, I, you know, a- as an editor, okay. I would always say that you got to leave the title cards long enough that if someone is reading it out loud, uh, they're, they could finish it. I think that's, um, yeah, I love that. But yeah, that's just a little tip for you guys out there who are interested in editing and are using a lot of title cards, which number one, that's a lazy way to, yeah. <laughs> to get exposition. <laughs> so you're already doing, you're already making mistakes. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, they went by so fast, but at the same time, it's just like, I'm not sure how much of this information I really even need. Because <laughs> it's like this prologue, and then um, the CEO of this massive company that's that's building these robots of death that are meant to stop war, you know, and create mm-hmm. world peace. Obviously, the CEO is John Cusack. He releases, he boots up this AI that he has created called Kronos, and he's like, this is going to save the Earth from self-destruction. And in a way, it does because it decides that humans are the problem, as, you know, the classic Terminator Matrix. So, Your classic exactly. uh, humans are if, a virus. Yeah, we get it. We've seen it, Kronos. Yeah. Can we Can we talk about john cusack's name in this because i think it's really important yeah I, I yeah his name is elias von dorn mm-hmm. which again to me feels like someone just threw a dart at like a evil guy naming chart that yeah. he bought on amazon um and i mean van anything that. that's like that's you know your your classic bond villainy type I, name um yeah it's 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 hard to know though because this guy is swiss so is that just like naming him john smith in switzerland great question question. (laughs) i'm showing my yeah my american name convention bias here you know did he pick that name because it was so generic it's like naming a villain steve jobs (laughs) surely no one will have issue with this yeah is what he thought sure well jokes on you young child (laughs) young child making this movie um so this is a elias van dorn releases this uh chronos and 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 just like it's like he flips the switch and then immediately missiles are just firing and (laughs) and just like horrible cgi buildings are crumbling unbelievably Uh, bad really i was i was shocked to the like yeah i was shocked i was shocked some fire on some buildings is (laughs) what they chose it was like they had a building and they had like cgi fire and they were just like in after effects just one layer on top of the other and then they were like oh yeah boom (laughs) we're done that looks great that was easy this is easy (laughs) let's just do it all over why did they say we should pay someone for this yeah it's very like laptop effects effects you could do on your laptop um and also then cusack this is all this is all like prologue you know we sort of meet our main character but we'll we'll uh we'll talk about that later cusack (laughs) then goes into this white room I mean, it's clearly all of his stuff was shot on a green screen. So he's yeah. like in this like all white room and then the white room just sort of whites out the entire screen and Cusack is like sort of absorbed into this, you know, thing. Um, and it's like, is Cusack a robot now? What's the deal? And then yep. his his brother, quote unquote, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, what's the deal with these two guys? And then his brother like looks normal at first and then like like we said he just gets like a weird milky eye like one eye and his head starts to gurgle and become yeah. like what never was, explained what that, that was choice about was so, was so interesting so the fact that because to me you get two things like we start with him already milky eye and head gurgle or and like i don't ask questions like yeah. i'm just like okay that's kind of his thing yeah but robert kumba chose to show us it happen and not explain why, which I think is the only way that you can't really do this. (laughs) Do one or the other. Cause then it flashes forwards to like on screen 97 years later. Yeah. Uh, First, you know, we see like this one of the, one of our hot teens, he's trying to escape the, 
right. the, 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 you know, the destruction. And then it flashes forward That's 97 right. years later and we see that same teen emerge from a cave. So we're like, oh, what's the deal? What's up with this guy? I'm really confused. Yeah. And then we also see John Cusack and head gurgle man and like That's they're right. still alive. And it's like, oh, so clearly the head gurgle thing was like, turning him into a robot of some kind and these guys are now like weird immortal robots it's like what what's up with these clowns um i will will say thank god they were there to always tell us exactly what was happening yeah (laughs) is how i would say their device was used but there's also a voiceover from our female lead who's also telling us exactly what is happening. Which was a shock to meet our female lead voiceover 13 minutes into the movie. I paused because I was like, wow, here's a new convention. Yeah. A random like, narrator I haven't met. A random narrator from a character we haven't met uh, just to give exposition on top of already cutting back to <laughs> so John Cusack to give exposition at any moment that is necessary. It's mostly people staring wordlessly either at the sky, at each other, at, you know, some CGI creation, or <laughs> it's exposition happening versus of in voiceover or John Cusack. Um, so basically we learn, and I forget, I'm sorry. I'm sorry this movie didn't make such an impression on me. I forget how this happened, but either through voiceover or John Cusack, we learned that there's a human stronghold in the North named Aurora. Oh my God. And John Cusack and Gurglehead (laughs) Man are trying to find this last bastion of humanity and destroy it, presumably. Uh, I I will also say that this is around the same time that I found out our male lead's name is Andrew in the movie. I did like that. Andrew Davis. (laughs) I like that too. Just Um, your like basic. That's a name I understand. Andrew Davis. Yeah, this American audience will like, <laughs> they'll know exactly what this guy, they'll imprint uh, on him and he'll be their avatar. Yeah. Um, so this boy is running around and he's like, I don't know what's going on in this world. Um, and then all of a sudden, John Cusack re- immediately reveals something that you would pres- <laughs> yeah. you would assume that this would be like a third act or the I, end so, i could not agree more with this <laughs> point i wrote it down immediately like he is a robot but I he thinks like- he's a human and he doesn't know he's a robot you're telling us right away <laughs> immediately I, I was so surprised that we as the audience knew that right away i know the, the whole time it's just like it didn't I and mean, we didn't need to know it and you know we we would have guessed it i'm sure right because it's like pretty obvious but at the same time like why would you not have why would we not discover it at the same time as the girl discovering it and it would be like a ooh, can yeah. you can you believe um insane to just throw that out there i really was so surprised oh i wrote in my notes that it feels like someone's senior year film project yes that's um and it was i mean kubas it was yeah it was robert kubas if your senior year thesis also could just like have john cusack in it for like (laughs) a total of like eight minutes across the i don't even i don't even know if it's that high yeah it might be it might be less barely in this movie um so you know the boy who believes he's human he's wandering around this sort of like pastoral world it's like you know nature has reclaimed and like maybe the robots were right to kill off all of humanity and then he's being hunted by these huge like hunter killer cgi robots and they look like i don't even know they're the design of them is very stupid (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't agree they look like a classic like like a truck uh cab and then just like two like your classic like robot arms i'm like holding my arms out at right angles just like yeah you gotta see this people you'd love it yeah i'll do the video breakout for this this is what these robots look like (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know then the robots start attacking him and uh and then he right before he's about to die he's saved by a very sleepy looking girl I mean, the yeah. whole movie i was like take a nap you take, just look uh, like you're so well, wouldn't you be tired if you were running from that's true chronos that's true maybe that was an acting choice <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't she just looks she just has a sleepy look she's probably just stoned um yeah. she doesn't trust him but she she allows him to like tag along with her and they're they're both going to find aurora um and the line of dialogue is, it's the last city of people where the machines can't go. I, th- yeah, this really flagged for me 
because <laughs> knowing that like this is a super ai that has wiped out the entire world that has had 97 years to scope like every single part of the world i feel mm-hmm. like that wouldn't even take long it wouldn't even even if they had one if it we gave a year to like yeah. look all over the world you could do it 97 times like i think you can find it especially considering that this whole movie Cusack is watching them on like surveillance drone style foot like of screen. He's watching them as we're watching them the entire movie. So it's like if he can do this, how That's could right. he not find this? Uh, That's right. The camera city? angles he has access to would literally have to mean that there's a actual camera in everything. Yeah, <laughs> like he had access to cameras that were filming them as they walk forward that were moving as they walked forward also there's no like it's confusing to me what the you know i mean you you got your classic motive of the the humans are a virus so we got to get rid of them but there's no like animals ever so it's like if are the are the are the robots trying to return yeah. Earth to its yeah. natural beauty, then wouldn't there be like I mean, I'm sure they just couldn't afford to have like an elephant walk by, but there are very there's very specifically one scene with three very bad CGI birds. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I remember the, them talking about the birds, but I don't remember <laughs> when we saw them. The two, in my opinion, worst lines in the movie were which I might go back on this as we surface and remember more. One was about the birds. She basically says, I love birds. Um, And he, and we're about to get there. Maybe was the train scene. Yes. Oh, okay. So this is the next scene. So So he, he, (laughs) they cross a train track and he puts his ear to the rail (laughs) as if like listening for a train. And she's like, um, what are you doing? It was hilarious. He goes, uh, uh, I, I, I like trains. And she's like, um, okay. And she <laughs> literally does, like, um, okay, you're so weird. And it's, yeah, you're so weird. It's very clearly supposed to be like a laugh there. Yeah. And it's the, it's such a good, um, okay. What'd you think of the chemistry? What'd you think of the chemistry between those two? I thought it was uniqueness, uh, unique in its badness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're agree. both bad in similar ways. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I agree. I agree. The, I like that. That train scene really flagged for me as something. <laughs> that's, that's another one I'd love to just like put out as a video breakout on Twitter. Just the, um, <laughs> well, that was weird. Well, that w- I like trains. <laughs> <laughs> and why? Train. Why? Yeah. Why? There's never, there was never. That comes. That doesn't come back in a way. Like he doesn't end up having to like drive a train nope. at the exactly. end of the movie. And he, he, he also his character was never no like seen to like trains. It was just yeah. purely like do something weird so she can be like this guy's weird. But then like I I don't I don't know. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also they also like they have to cross this river. And it's oh like, they look down and there's a bunch of just skulls, not bodies, just, not bodies, not bodies, just no, no, no. skulls and just like pl- clearly plastic skulls floating in the river. <sighs> and it's just like, what, what is this? It's just like, what do you think happens when there's no one left to bury the dead? And it's just like, well, who's decapitating these chef's people? Kiss. Just, <laughs> chef's kiss, chef's kiss, chef's <laughs> These skulls in a little pile here. Oh. Um, really, really terrible stuff um oh god i just like i wrote down really vague notes because i just couldn't bring myself there they have they have this like you know deep conversation where he's just she's like i don't like laws i don't like people telling me what to do and he's like you don't even believe in religion you don't believe in anything Uh, and i could tell it's like is this supposed to be the the deep thesis scene of the movie where you're like right. talking about what is it? What is life? What is, you know, art, it's artificial life. Cause he is a robot, but she doesn't know it. And, uh, yeah, and then it's also, cha- it's also clear. She has some hurt in her past, you know, like yeah. she's, she does these little prayers and, and then he'll be like, what are you talking about? And she's like, don't look at me. And like, yeah. 
<laughs> this is around the time where she <laughs> talks about how um, John, this really stuck out to me. She said, John Cusack's character no longer can taste what wild berries taste like. <laughs> oh, yes. She's, yeah, she in VO like intimates that John Cusack has like uploaded his consciousness to the AI and is like yeah. part of the AI now. But that's, that's like, right. this is the only implication really we get of that besides that just like whiteout scene in the beginning when her, yeah, her thing is just like, well, he can't even taste wild berries. And if you ask me, <laughs> that's not really living. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we know. Like he doesn't, I think, purport that it is. So I think that's okay. I also, I wrote this down. One of my favorite, um, they almost have, he and his like brother, um, I'm going to call it that, like have a kind of pinking the brain thing going on because the brother literally keeps asking out loud why would you attack him yeah and then junkie sex like because then he'll love her or something like yeah. that and it's just so funny to like code a dumber robot <laughs> <laughs> like always be asking you questions like that so you can have the exposition <laughs> yeah like the one thing i want to keep is to answer people right and have them be dumb <laughs> yeah yeah in this like consciousness that could just be like all encompassing over everything i just like i still do want like one dumber like thing that's right um we also get in this scene it's like this must be like a half hour in they've outrun a couple of robots they've been through some scrapes they've seen a bunch of shit and like finally she looks up at him and is just like you're not from around here are you i know it's just like that it took you like so long <laughs> into the movie to like he hasn't had yeah uh it's so funny um we get a ton of cutbacks to cusack all throughout this entire thing of him just watching them doing nothing and it was clearly yeah. just like cusack was like all right you can just film me for an hour that's on right this green screen doing nothing and then you can just like pick the best reactions and like <laughs> intersperse them we get another bonding scene where they find a polaroid camera don't don't get me started and it's like scene. is this guy because this robot is has the consciousness of like a character we saw die in the very beginning yeah um and it's just like th w was that supposed to be like 1987 no like, it's 2017 yeah it's 2020 20, all right it's 2020 so why is he like <laughs> pull why is a polaroid camera the artifact of that of his time that he, he is yeah. finding and like teaching her about and not like playstation 4 or something or like I, an iphone i know i don't know this is i think another miss by robert kuba here mm -hmm. where he sorry kubes to be sorry, so kubes. To, uh, yeah and i don't like i'm not happy to be coming for you here but i but i think yeah exactly i, I don't know like if really if he i mean he seems to be a pretty young guy yeah like i wouldn't see uh i was born in 1989 i would not see a polaroid camera and be like i immediately know how to work th i would know what it is but i wouldn't be like oh great the thing from my childhood yeah. that we used to take pictures and this is a very specific one too it's not yeah. like the i would say that even the most classic version of a polaroid camera yeah exactly and also there's no way that film would be good still no there's no way no way and uh, I mean, and, and maybe it would work if in the beginning we had gotten <laughs> the beginning. The only thing we got about his backstory while he was a human is he has like a very sick mom. Oh my God. And, but there was no like, I love trains or Ooh, I like, <laughs> I like cameras or any of the things. That, like, He's a sick mom. And he has that weird scene on the bus. Right. Um, where <laughs> where he's everyone... being attacked and then his like brother or something. No, I think it's just someone else who is going to visit a, a different sick person that he sees <laughs> and he has empathy for. It's our save the cat moment of the show, of the right, movie. Right, right, right. He, um, I would say that, that scene stuck out to me because everyone is being like firebombed yeah. like from the heavens and then the bus driver is shot in the chest. <laughs> I, I was like, God damn it. One of these robots is pissed at this bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> I also like, like, no don't nuke new york yeah. i'm gonna go shoot the new york like, i'm gonna shoot every member of the mta yeah. <laughs> fuck oh that fuck, fuck that was you like, cuomo oh! 
Yeah, it's like you could just you have access to all the nukes and everything, and yet you're just like, I'm gonna sh- send my little robot guys down there with just AKs to just shoot <laughs> random civil servants. Um, <laughs> it's oh god, it's okay. So yeah, they don't. Where was I? They don't. He, they have this like little bonding scene. Okay, so they have this little bonding scene where they, you know, they do the Polaroids. She reveals that her sister and father died from this like drone robot attack, and it's like okay, yeah, yeah, um, and like the last thing her her father said was like, "You need to make it to Aurora." Whatever, gives them some amulets that sort of come into play, but they're not even really <laughs> important enough to talk about. I agree. Didn't her father like leave though? Wasn't he like, "You'll die if you stay with her." That's the impression I got. Yeah, something like that. Some bullshit. Yeah, but we, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming he maybe he meant for his her, the father to come back in in the sequel, which is uh, let's get there. Um, oh my god, I can't even okay, believe. Let's yeah. Get okay, so um, so then out the window, you know, they're hiding out in some abandoned building. Out the window, they see some people walk by, and this boy, this dumb fucking robot boy, is what is he running? Windows ninety five on this guy, like he's oh. a freaking idiot. He's like, oh. I saw people. They could help us. They're gonna help us. And she's like, No, I live in a dystopian nightmare and there's like cannibals and horrifying people and like no they won't help us and he's like no you trusted me we gotta trust these people and they uh they're creeping up to spy on them and first of all it's amazing how in this dystopian hellscape everyone is just so clean everyone is showered no (laughs) there's one guy sitting around the campfire with just like a little bit of dirt on his face very clear that's what makeup did is that they put like smatterings of finger paint yes and he's like he's supposed to show that it's like a dirty dystopian but everyone else is like very clean with very clean clothes um they're they, they're trying to spy on these people to see what their deal is and then you know some little kid is just like hey look over there they run the boy trips and immediately gets knocked knocks himself unconscious um he's captured the 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 girl he's tied up the girl is like oh i can't leave him there because i do trust and and sort of like this guy now she goes back to save him and she gets caught trying to save him and the all these these dystopian freaks marauders they attempt to rape this girl uh, which pisses off our main guy and andrew davis finally discovers his robot strength and then just brutally kills all of these guys with his robot strength except Uh, for Except for one guy who slashes him. In- That's when he fell for the leader of the pack. <laughs> Do you know that song? I, yeah. <laughs> That's a good song. It is a good song. Yeah, the leader of the pack. No one falls for him, but he, he slices our, our guy across the chest before the girl comes up and stabs him. In Kalila? Kalia? Is that her name? Kalia, yeah. I think it's Kalia. Kalia. Kalia and Andrew are our two our two leads. Um, also, I'm just looking at this now, and John Cusack is named Elias Van Dorn, and his brother's name is Damian Walsh. So they're not actually brothers. Maybe it's supposed to be like metaphorical brothers, like we're brothers in ro- in robot. You know. Like yeah, yeah. Your guess is as good as mine. Mine here, Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably not worth thinking about (laughs) so but then the girl is cleaning up his wounds and she and then she sees in his chest that it's you know he's he's a robot and she's like you lied to me you're a robot you're the most she says you're the most dangerous thing that has ever existed and he's like you and you know at one point she's like you know you can't even feel do you and he's like i do feel and it's (laughs) And it's like, oh my god, he's like a robot that that is like a human. That's right. Is this where she says, let me go? Yeah, she's like, if you actually cared about me, yeah. you'd let me go. Because I don't know if you know this, but Robert Kuba loves the Beatles. Not like other people. Like He mm. really loves, he gets, loves them. He gets them on he a level them. that most people don't. If you love somebody. Let them go. Let them so go. <laughs> she, he lets her go. And then somehow he lets her go and then he gets immediately kidnapped. And so I don't this, know. this was really a miss for me. 
<laughs> of not knowing. I also was so shocked to see that he was immediately kidnapped. It basically just cuts from him lying down and watching the girl walk away to then him being waking up on a table in like the head, the robot headquarters and like uh, the John Cusack brother characters like standing over him and like, you know, finger wagging him. And, uh, and there's no, yeah, there's no scene of him being caught or her being caught because they immediately reveal that they've also kidnapped her. <laughs> I know it does feel like, a, you know, like it, this was shot on film and they forgot a reel. They forgot yeah. a full, <laughs> like yeah. the fourth reel. So they kidnap this girl and then they're yeah. threatening the girl because the, he wants the code, which they have just decided to introduce at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there is a code mm-hmm. in this robot guy's head that they need for some reason. Uh, yeah. And I've never seen like a MacGuffin be introduced and then dispatched so quickly. It's like I- in the same scene, they're like, there's a code, we need the code, or yep. else we'll kill this girl. And then like, immediately they're like <laughs> so he goes into this like fantasy sequence dream style oh, thing he where talks he's, to his mom. he's talking to his mom and immediately after the introduction of this special code the mom fantasy character is just like there is no code the code yeah the code is inside you like <laughs> and then he says i wrote this these this is this dialogue couplet he says i don't understand and she says no one understands and no one ever will (laughs) i love that bullshit in sci-fi where it's just like me neither but i don't have to write this scene so fuck y'all audience Uh, i love that no one understands and no one ever will it's like uh, i i i i really i respect that so much yeah i have a pitch for you can that be the sub the singularity with Jeff Mondor colon no one understands no one ever will like I want that to be the subtitle of this yes, um, yes. of this, this episode, episode. Yeah. yeah I normally don't do that but I will for this <laughs> everything follows one naming convention and then this episode <laughs> it's like no one understands no what one ever will the, yeah. uh, I'll do it yeah um, <laughs> this or, also I also oh. think we should just maybe make a sequel you and me to this you know, movie on you know a green they are screen asking for it yeah oh my <laughs> and, god and, and we call it singularity no one understands no one ever will starring jeff Mondoro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also this time it's a musical <laughs> all right we forgot to tee up the audience that i can sing really high now after yeah, yeah, working yeah. on it for a year in quarantine also this time here the here's here's me teeing it up also this time it's a musical hit it <laughs> That wasn't even as high as I can go, I promise. Uh, audience, I heard it before we started recording, and I gotta say, it, it's true. <laughs> you could go a lot higher. Um, the thing, I will say, one line that really jumped out to me from this scene is that, uh, what, what is the brother's name? Damien Walsh, you said? Damien Walsh, yeah. So it says this line, which I could not make heads or tails of. It's one of the only times that I went back. I used um, my Roku device to go back. Um, he said, that which can't be found can be tempted. Oh, And yeah. I was like, That's what too- the <laughs> fuck does that mean? <laughs> so, so this is in the context of like their... This this code again, which they have just introduced into this movie. They're trying to get this code to what we don't know, uh, and and he he's not giving up the code, or he doesn't know what the code is, or whatever. And then he goes, and then the Damien Walsh guy is looking into his mind's eye. You know, he can see what's happening in this robot brain on his own little video screen, yeah, and he sees, I guess. I guess, this robot boy imagining just like making out with this girl. And then he's just like, ooh, that's what can't be found, uh, can be tempted. And then he walks away. And I assumed he was going to be like, oh, we'll get the girl to like seduce it out of him. Seduce yeah. the code out of him. But no, the guy just walks away. And that, and then he like... <laughs> he, that's, that's <laughs> sense. he like, he program, he reprograms the oh boy robot, Andrew Davis, to then attack and try to kill this girl. 
which happens for exactly four seconds. <laughs> because the girl immediately kisses him, <laughs> and then it's like, error, error, error. And the boy's like, oh my, it's like, oh no, true love's kiss has turned me into a real boy, kind of. There, there is, I would say, this to Robert Kuba's credit, there's genius there, because it's like, <laughs> we all know this is going to happen. We all know that love is going to change the robot, right? It's Vision, it's Spock. Like, we've seen uh-huh. this play out. Um, and he's like, so fuck you, I'll make it happen right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to reveal that he's a robot right away. I'm going to have Love's Kiss change this robot right away. Right I'm going to just throw in a scene and they're going to be talking about a code. You don't know what the code's for or... And then in, the code's just going to go away and you're never going <laughs> to need to know about this code again. <laughs> I mean, it's like bold swings. Bold Truly. swings. Uh. Um, so then... True Love's Kiss stopped it, and then the bad guy's like, how is this possible? And he's just like, I don't know. And then they're running away through this, like, the bad guy headquarters, and then there's, like, a a voiceover comes on, and it's just like, commencing neural net shutdown. Commencing neural net shutdown. And I was like, oh, are they, like, going to run out of this building and the building's going to explode? And I really also like that as just, like, that just happens for no reason. And there was never (laughs) any, like, let's push the the self-destruct button. That's right, exactly. That's just all of a sudden happening. (laughs) It's just, like, the countdown's happening, and then they escape. And, uh, you know, the the Damien Damien, uh, Welsh character goes to John Cusack and is like, you created him with an adaptive algorithm. This was the risk. And it's just like, of course he was gonna, you know, become self, self, you know, sentient, whatever. Yeah, aware. Yeah. Um, The girl's like, I trust you, even though you tried to kill me moments ago with a simple reprogramming. Uh, Which is good writing, I would say. (laughs) She's very good. I would say that's almost exactly what she says and how she says it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they look up into the sky and they see the aurora borealis lights basically and she's like that's the sign we have to like go this direction to find aurora um so they they do they stumble upon this like old medieval structure it looks like yeah. a old, like crumbling medieval castle clearly abandoned and she's just <laughs> running, <laughs> running around going hello hello uh, yeah. is anyone here um, I, no yeah. signs of life not at all and she's like calling up to a guard tower that is like three quarters demolished. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, friends, lay down your arms. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they go in. No one is there. No one is there. Uh, she gets really sad and she's like, oh no, there is no Aurora. And then all of a sudden, the weird headed Damien Walsh guy. He shows up, and I just wrote, weird-headed man shows up to talk shit about shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, I think that's like couldn't have been more accurate. Yeah. Uh, the girl shoots him in the face with a gun, Wh- and I'm like, you've great. had a gun the whole time? Mm-hmm. Um, no, Andrews took a gun when he was leaving. Oh, right. I okay. clocked that. It was weird. That was, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So he thought of one thing, one continuity <laughs> thing. Um, she shoots him in the face, but then I guess it like turns out he's just like a swarm of nanobots. So he just sort of like dissolves and then comes back together. It is a question. I Because he really does get everywhere extremely quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is he a projection? In, one case, in which case the bullet would just go right through or yeah. should. But no, if he's these nanobots, are they just all over? Well, what he is is very confusing because later we see his like physical body. Yeah, I loved when I love this part. I love that. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll get there. So he's like, it seems like he's this nanobots, and then he's just basically like, there is no Aurora. <laughs> We're gonna firebomb this entire abandoned castle just to kill you two. Even though I could probably just do it right now. Which, um, yeah. Oh, and then these um these like bird robots come out of the. The, the robot pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> that part really shocked me to not to introduce like a new like flying. I was like, yeah, all right, y'all. Yeah, it was just like, hey, you know, we got Cusack. Do you want to give us another thirty thousand dollars to CGI some bird robots? It's exactly right. Um, 
So these bird robots are flying. They're going to, I guess, bomb this whole thing. Cusack, of course, is watching this like silently on a screen the entire time. Um, and then they see a tunnel that goes underground. And they're right. like, let's go run down here. So they run down to a tunnel that basically brings them to a spaceship. Immediately. And no they, looking. <laughs> no looking. They find this spaceship and there's a button that says like start or ignition. Launch. Or, it says launch. launch. <laughs> <laughs> I really remember that it says launch because, because we get almost a, a straight minute shot of finger about to hit. Launch. Oh, well he like holds her hand. And so they can both press it with their fingertips at the exact same time. And there's a little back and forth of like, could these humans ever accept me? Cause I'm a robot. They'll this kill is, me. Well, this is where we learn that Aurora is not a city. It's another planet. Exactly. Cause the spaceship is going to take them to, uh, yeah, another. And actually, this is something that was planted in the very beginning of the movie because the very as like, you know, they're like, next up is going to be, you know, it's like a newscast. that's like, next up, have we found another planet that could support human life? But first, listen to John Cusack talk about his new AI system or whatever. Yeah. So they do plant this early on. Um, so good. I mean, hey, good job, Kumba. That was a good... <laughs> Kumba. but we one thing there i would have loved like a sports reference or like one i want a rule of threes i want like uh we got weather on the ones and you know have we found a planet blah 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 but yeah. first here's john cusack like give me a little <laughs> here's more. game seven of the subway series between the knicks and the robot knicks <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be great it's like a harlem globe trotter situation <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um so but they do launch and uh and they go to aurora which is another planet and cusack watches them go on screen and then cusack decides to kill his brother because he's like really a surprise cusack has this little speech at the end and he's just like the humans created you know artificial intelligence so they have that that was their ultimate evolution and their ultimate use. So we need to kill them. And then he's like, you brother have also lived out to your ultimate use. And he is nanobots, but he's also like, there's a body in a hospital bed attached to one of those like, boop, boop, boop. And we see it go boop, boop. And he like dies and it's like, okay, so he's this physical body, but also nanobots, but also this weird projection that sort of dissolves. And then that made no sense. What was surprising to me about that is the, I, I was looking at the number. The number went from 181 to zero right away when he died. <laughs> and I was so, I was like, was, were we supposed to believe that this man was cryogenically supported and his heart was beating at 181? <laughs> his resting heart rate is 180. <laughs> I, I was I was like, what is that number? What? Uh, what That's the resting heart pressure? rate of a hummingbird. Like, <laughs> that sh- absolutely shocked me. That was so good. And then, okay, so the the last little bit is you know there's some voiceover, and the you know the the spaceship with our two leads uh, are yep. going to Aurora. They go into hyperspace. They they outrun the robot birds and. Um, and then the last thing we see is John Cusack sending robot spaceships to Aurora. Yeah, and the sure. last line, I mean, the fucking gall of yeah. Robert Cuba to yeah. so blatantly be <laughs> setting up a sequel to this movie. The last line is just like, so let it begin. And it's like, now there's, and like, there's voiceover that's just like, but this time we'll be ready for them. You know? It's like, what? You're not some leader of the people yet, Kalila? Like, how dare Robert Koopa just be like, so, (laughs) just insane. Insane the balls on this guy. I I really respect him as a filmmaker. (laughs) That's how, I mean, that's the, I mean, when you're 21, you're just, you know, you're shooting your shot. Yeah. <laughs> this is Robert Kuba shooting his shot, I would yeah. say. And I mean, <laughs> I wonder if like at 21, I could have written something better. I like to think I could. <laughs> but not me. I could not have. This, this is what I would have written this at 21. Yeah. I would maybe this would be better, I would say. <laughs> well, that's, I, that's nice that you're, you're that honest about it. Yeah. Um, I would say it would have a lot of these things, but no um i knew you at 21 and i don't think you could have you would have just been like all right now let's have a scene 
where they're searching <laughs> for this code. And then I don't yeah. think he would have had the line, the the couplet of dialogue. I don't understand. No one understands, and no one ever will. Maybe yeah, that one. You're but, right. You're right. But definitely not the code. I mean, there would have been some consistency. You know, maybe some more mutants too. There would have. I would say that is like a big difference. Is that <laughs> we would have seen mutants and like the effect that this had on some of the population to give them. A mm-hmm. There's super like strength. underground mutant dwellers. Yeah. Um, she um, alludes to underground uh, life. She does. At one point. She does. Well, we don't really know. I think because they had the budget only for like six actors. That's right. <laughs> we we don't really see a lot of like what this, you know, the remnants of human society is bet- besides these like attempted rapists and her basically. We don't even see the face of her dead sister. We see like a... <laughs> no, we don't. Skin, <laughs> which I have to believe is that they like saw their shot list and was like, Hey, Andrew, we need you to like lay here and show us a weird part of your back. <laughs> but, yeah, put on like this wig, <laughs> <laughs> or or it's just like, uh, we, you know, we we don't we can't really afford an actor to play the sis- sister, and it's just like, Don't worry, I have this CPR dummy that I can borrow from my, my school and we can just lay that at a weird angle and you and that's the sister. And then we'll know. <coughs> oh, there you are. Um, okay, so that was 2017's The Singularity. Um, before we move on to uh, just a few quick segments, do you have any final thoughts of this about this movie? I thought it was 10 out of 10. I would watch it again in a heartbeat. Okay, 10 out of 10. You heard it here first. All right, let's go to some segments. Our first segment is Q-Snack. That is where we, you know, take a look at Q-Snack in this movie, and we think, what what do we think? Is he a snack? Is is he a snack? Um, uh, I think he's like medium snack here. I I, I wouldn't say he's at his snackiest. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, no, you know, I... I, uh, But I... This is a hard one for me. So I'm I'm so glad you asked me this question. I'm really really <laughs> happy you asked me this question. Um, you know, I don't think he's at his snackiest, but I I would say he's like at a like a Ron Livingston in the second season of Band of Brothers. Like <laughs> they did really the second like, season. Second season, yeah. Um, yeah. So so that's where I would put him on the, on the list. All right. I think I'm going to say not a snack just because yeah. he's like not, he, I don't find it attractive when you're not trying, you know, effort yeah. is, is attractive to me. And it just seems like he's really sleepwalking through this one. Um, which brings me actually, it leads a really nice intro into the next uh, segment. It's, uh, is this one of the 10 movies he likes? So he's been on record saying I've only made 10 good movies. This, the rest, yeah. I, I tend to blank out. I'm sure you know which ones they are. Um, so we've been trying to go through and pick which movies we think go on that list. So far we have stand by me. We have um, maps to the stars and we have, Bring John Malkovich are our three that we have like on the list of we think he likes these and he's proud of them. Yeah. Um, I think this is pretty safe to. Th- this isn't easy. This, I would say this is an easy no. Yeah, easy um, no from me as well. Our next segment is Coffee, Tea, Me. Uh, in honor, mm. named in honor of the woman who spoke those famous words in Working Girl, the great Joan Cusack. So wow. this is where if we had to recast a part of this movie, with Joan Cusack, who do you where, who do you think she should play? I love that. I also thought okay, so I think Joan Cusack would be a great um, would be a great brother. Would she, so I think mm-hmm. she as Damien would be a great. That'd be like a, a way more interesting dynamic. I agree. Yeah, and she she'd look cool with that weird milky eye. Yeah. I think that would be my choice as well, because um, there's really not uh, any other meaty part. You don't want to see her in the mom. She's too good for that. That's um, 
Although it would be fun to have her say the line that no one knows. No one ever will. No one understands. No one ever will. And no one ever will. <laughs> uh, trivia. It's just, you know, I go to the trivia page of IMDb, but I, I really shot. That's the, the only interesting piece. of. Tri- I'll just skip this whole section. It's just that Cusack wasn't originally even in the movie. Um, well, um, I have a trivia question for you. Oh, yeah. What current SNL cast member is in this movie? Oh my god, they're what? Is this real? What current SNL cast member is in this movie? I have no idea. Kate McKinnon? No. <laughs> Pete Davidson? Ego Nodem is in this movie. Who? Oh my god, she is! <laughs> she I, played holy shit. I thought I recognized her. Me too! And I was like, wait, is that is that someone? Because she's I, like the assist, she's like his assistant, right? Or something? The only quote she has on the IMD page, I mean IMDB page is it's activated, sir, and it's asking for you. She says that line. <gasps> oh my god, I can't believe she's in this movie. I totally that is so funny. Yeah, her character name is Assistant. Um, she helps activate the Kronos and gets what she gets gets her just desserts. And now she's on SNL. Wow, that is that's wild. I do love to think that her agent was like, "I have two um, <laughs> two offers for you. I think you can make them both work. <laughs> One is this huge movie." It's called the Singularities with John Cusick, the SNL. So I think we can make both work. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. That is that is great. I you know what? I should have done that my proper research because I thought I recognized her and then I was like, oh, there's just no way. There's well, just fine. no way. I come with my own trivia, I'll say. Oh uh, wow. What an excellent guest. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, all right, our final segment is called Things I Like, Things I Hate, Things I Think Are Weird. This is where we just sort of wrap up our final thoughts on the movie and John Cusack in general. Uh, what's one thing you liked, Jeff, about this about movie? About this movie? Oh, my God. I mean, there's so right. many. The, honestly, what is one thing that I liked about this movie? I'm trying to be very, very sincere and tell you that the one thing about this movie that I liked... Um, I thought both leads had very bright teeth. <gasps> wow. <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, I liked uh, the verdant, lush greenery. I thought the, uh, you know, the nature. I'm sure, you know, I think this was filmed in the Czech Republic in Switzerland. And yeah, the, uh, the, the, the evergreen trees were, were very beautiful to look at. Uh, <laughs> what's one thing you hate about this movie? Okay. One thing I hate about this movie is how um, dumb I think it asks the audience to be. Mm-hmm. Just the amount of <laughs> exposition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hated uh, the transitions from scene to scene. The editing I thought was nonsensical <laughs> <laughs> and really helped, uh, you know, really helped establish this uh, sort of vibe of of confusion <laughs> throughout. Yeah, room. Uh, what's one thing you think is weird? One thing that I thought was weird, we already touched on, was when Damien's head changes <laughs> from, I guess, human head to mesh head. Um, yeah, that, that I thought was weird. I, I thought it was weird that we never really understood the, mo- the robot motive. Like, mm. now, now not only has he extinguished all human life on earth he but he's expending the energy we never really got the morality of the robot and like why is is he doing making expelling all this energy to now go to a different planet to kill these humans like what's your deal man why are you so obsessed with me yeah you know i thought that was weird um Any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up on Singularity? Uh, I think we, w- I would say it's a definite recommend. Check it out. It's- yeah, check it out. If you got 
you know, you got friends in town, stay in, watch the singularity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if your friends are coming from out of town and they're like, hey, we're here, we're in New York, uh, COVID's finally over, what should we do, what should we see? so much to do in new york and you say what you're gonna do is sit right down on this couch baby doll and watch <laughs> the singularity with me um hey it's a, a breezy 90 minutes you could you could do worse that's uh, right <laughs> time it cooks uh takes uh chicken to cook <laughs> a thanksgiving chicken uh any final thoughts um, I, I, I would just say, uh, I had a blast on the podcast, Matt, uh, uh, and, uh, I, I'd love to be back and I, I, but my only request is that we watch Singularity again. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. We'll give it about like 10 or so episodes and then you will hear Jeff Mondoro right back here. Same time, same place <laughs> discussing the Singularity. Jeff, where can, uh, our listeners find you on the internet? You can find me at Jeff Mondoro on Twitter, at really good at basketball on Instagram, and at Sarah underscore Naughton on TikTok. Um, that's really Sarah's, who's my wife, who's amazingly talented. Um, but I pop in every once in a while on there. All right. And TikTok is the future. So make sure if you don't have TikTok yet, you know, we got to make sure uh, as many companies and countries have our data as possible. My Woo! name is Matthew Strickland. You can follow me at Strickbomb on Twitter or at I'd Rather Be Weird Than Good on Instagram or TikTok. Um, you know, we give us a like, give us a subscribe. It really helps if you listen this far. It must mean you are obsessed. Um, and of course, John, this is all for you. We miss you. We love you. Stay safe. Stay safe, John. It's Pacusac, baby. It's Pacusac, baby.